All right. So hello, everybody. I'm super, super excited to have a celebrity on the show today. Her name is Lauren Pillar. She is an Airbnb extraordinaire. She's a super host. I've been stalking her TikTok and that's how I found her. Um, so welcome, Lauren. How are you doing? Hello, everyone. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm good. I'm excited to be here. First podcast. So I do yeah. feel like a celebrity. Awesome. And you are seriously look at her. Everyone go follow her TikTok. She is a legit celebrity. So can you tell us like where you're calling in from? Where in the. Yeah. In the so I'm in Austin, Texas. Um, great city. You ever need to come visit? Check it out. Yes. Um, it's my home base. Grew up here. Um, yeah. It's where I started learning all my real estate stuff. And yeah. That's awesome because so many people from like where I am in LA, they're literally just like running to Austin. Like Joe Rogan is, you know, doing his podcast. Everyone's here for Everyone. their real estate. Yeah. So what was it like, you know, growing up here and like, what have you seen in the last few years in Austin? It is wild. Like, so, so growing up here, it was pretty uh, basic. Like the side, the, the uh, city skyline, like no, no high rises, nothing like that. Um, you could easily get anywhere for like 10 minutes. Now, yeah, everyone, uh, Elon Musk, yeah, everyone's here, Tesla, Amazon. I mean, it is crazy. I'm in traffic just going like a five minute mile, you know, five minute takes like an hour. I feel like I'm in LA traffic basically here. Same Sorry, with real estate, it's Austin. crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went in 2017. I think I went to like the Bee Caves area. I was like a lake and then I was okay, like, yeah. Uh, nice yeah, I love Austin. yeah, I do. I'm like right that. near there. Yes. That's a great area. I will oh, say, yeah. I will say. Um, awesome. So can you tell us like uh, a little bit more about your background? You're, you know, you used to be a nurse or, and then how did you, how did you get into this business? Tell us about it. Sure. Your yeah. So I went to school to do nursing, um, was only a nurse for four years. Uh, thought it would be like my lifetime career, but deep down knew I'd be getting out. Uh, I grew up around a family business, like my dad and grandpa were entrepreneurs and had their own businesses. So I kind of knew deep down that was my real passion and my calling in life. So did nursing for a few years, but while I was doing that, they were teaching me, um, you know, they invested in real estate. They're showing me how that works and how to save up and, you know, for down payments and everything that goes into it. So saved up enough from nursing and bought a house. And once it started going well, um, I quit nursing, uh, without a backup. I figured I could start my own business. So aside from Airbnb hosting, I also have a marketing agency that took off surprisingly. So that is nice, but yeah, I seem to be like a jack of all trades right now. You're superwoman. I love it. So four years, four years is a long time. I, I feel a lot of people just quit after like two days. So like, I feel like four years for our generation is a long time but what was it like in in nursing and like when did you start full-time uh, so nursing was great I started I guess 2014 2018 was when I was a nurse um so before COVID times I can't even imagine what being a nurse would be like right now I honestly but I mean it was wild times I loved taking care of people I saw so many wild things that you would just see on like TV or Grey's Anatomy oh my gosh um <laughs> blood guts vomit I don't know how gross you want me to get uh what kind of nurse are you through skin I specialized in neurology um spines brains were my thing but I've done all sorts of things <laughs> nursing is a crazy career it is, I recommend it to people if they're into it but it takes um it takes a 
special kind of person for sure yeah serious i have so much respect for you guys you guys do so much and like what what made you think hmm, let me do airbnb real estate were you like supported by everyone going into it or did yeah. you you know yeah what what are some of the things that people said when you first started so my original purpose of like uh, when i started started wanting to buy a house was I thought I would um, house hack it. So I'd live in like one of the rooms and rent the other two rooms out to other like travel nurses or just nurses in general. Right. So that's right. how I got started. Um, so everyone was like supportive of it. Uh, my friends questioned me, like my nurse friends and coworkers, they were a little worried that, cause no one knows much about real estate at our age. Like I'm 29, like, you know, we're just like figuring out life at this point. Right. right. So um you know, they were questioning it, but they're on my side. And then the fact that I was trying to, you know, invest in real estate to help other nurses was nice. But the further I got into setting up the house and it just became too much of a hassle for me, just mostly because I'm lazy, not because it's impossible. You're lazy. Oh my God. You look at how hard lazy Airbnb hosts there can be. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about Airbnb a little bit. What was it like just setting up? Cause I know you have all the courses and resources on your website, but like, can you take us back to like your first uh, guest coming in? What was like going through? Yeah, it was wild. I literally bought this house knowing nothing about like real estate. Luckily I had like nursing. So the hospitality, I figured I can communicate well, but I didn't know what I was doing. I just knew I didn't want to pay a mortgage. So I kind of just threw it up on Airbnb didn't really look too much at like who was renting. I, the first person that said like they would rent, I was like, that sounds great, you know? So I had someone come in long-term because it's right when the housing crisis started. So oh, wow. I bought my real estate like just the right time, but people were coming to Austin needing places to stay long-term. So without questioning it, I let a guest stay for five months. Um, I was like, That's wow. Worry about it. Um, it worked out super well but in between that of course things happen when someone's there five months so it was definitely a great way to learn but yeah everything okay. just happened very sporadically that's amazing happened. yeah how is were you concerned at all with like the five months like oh for sure I was like yeah. squatting like they're gonna steal all my furniture like have parties whatever you could think of I figured it would go on there but I'm also like such a nice person. I'm like, I'll give everyone a chance until like you prove me wrong and it worked out. So yeah, but yeah, that that's amazing. That we're so where were you staying for five months? Were you like doing another house or rental or like how did how did uh, so work? yeah, it's like just a rental house I bought and then I rented the whole place out. I was staying in an apartment complex that I oh. lived in. And then eventually I bought like the place I film all my TikToks in and live in now is my condo that I'm trying to make into my second Airbnb. Okay. I love it. And um, what are, well, I get, I live in California. So like, I think a lot of the rules are pretty strict. Like what, what would you say is like the barriers to like people getting started or what, what, what are some of the mistakes to avoid if they're first starting? I think the first one is just like the research. Like I, don't, I think people think you can just buy a house or just start anywhere without looking into your local like short-term rental laws. Um, because in Austin, the rules have changed. I'm sure it's happening everywhere else because of the housing crises. A lot of cities and states are starting to not like short-term rentals and Airbnbs as much. Um, so I recommend just doing your research because rules are changing all the time right now. But I mean, I don't know. Aside from that, just get started. There is nothing else really to hold you back. 
it's finances, true. I guess. Right. Like how long did it take you to like set up your first house? Like from like, I guess, buying it and furnishing it. How long did it take you to get uh, well, I, I like a week. Um, I didn't really wow, that was amazing. Yes. Work fast. Uh, I had some help at the time. Uh, I had like, I was dating someone. So of course I used them as like manual yes. labor, like set up <laughs> all my Ikea yeah. furniture. So that helped get it done like super quickly. That's and then cool. while we were setting up, I was already listing my property on Airbnb. Nice. Uh, that's one other thing though. I did not have like a cleaning crew or anything yeah. ready when I did this. So those are other things to definitely keep in mind before you get started. Okay. That was that's- that's amazing you put all your resources to use you know the guy you're dating oh, yeah. you gotta get creative with Airbnb. i do it on a budget you can be fancy and bougie on a budget and have a nice airbnb that's awesome and then you're you have a course out so can you tell us a little bit more about like uh what uh resources you have for people wanting to get started yeah so i have a few different ones um my uh, most favorite one i guess would be my how to create and run a five-star airbnb guide it basically takes everything I went through my first year of hosting and compresses it down so that whoever reads it can become a five-star host and set up their Airbnb with ease and not go through any expensive trial and errors that I went through. So I basically tell you how to like, um, first of all, like where to find a good property, which is like half the battle, um, how to set up and furnish your listing on a budget, you don't want to go crazy, um, how to hire and train your proper, um, you know, crew members. So you need like cleaning crew, handyman, um, and also like how to communicate with guests and to eventually automate the whole business. So you can go out, live your life while still having an Airbnb business. That's awesome. And what do you do on a day-to-day basis or like take us through a day in the life of Lauren? Yeah. Okay. At this point, let's see. I don't know. Most it's on autopilot. I honestly forget I have an Airbnb. <laughs> awesome. uh, like right now, I have another long-term guest. They're there until the end of March, so they're just living their life. I just drive by periodically just to creep and make sure things are good. <laughs> but you know, like a day in my life, honestly, just I check the app like once a day um, on Airbnb. I just see like I play with the calendar. Sometimes that generates some like algorithm changes, and people will see my feed. Um, just mess with prices, look at other um, competition nearby. I'm always looking for ways to update and change as well as like do my research so I can create TikToks and eventually like long-term like YouTube videos or long-form YouTube so I can give actual information out to everyone. That's awesome. Yeah. Books are nice, but too much reading. Yeah. (laughs) And who, who do you get your advice from? Like who are the the mentors and just what how do you keep up with your real estate news sure so um mostly like my uh, dad and um, like real estate groups around town um and then lots of local meetups i go to and facebook groups i recommend everyone who's interested in just real estate in general should get involved with um it's a great way to network and uh, get like into um you know off-state properties or off-market properties even that are crazy good prices at this time uh, also, though, um, I love Bigger Pockets. It's a great yes. uh, oh website God. and podcast. My God, I love Brandon Turner. So, anything those I have so many books like all over my house and stuff. That's how I started looking into when I was doing the house hacking. They had a whole house hacking book. Read all that. Um, yeah, that's amazing. I don't know. So many resources, <laughs> YouTube as well. Everything. Yeah, and obviously your TikTok because that's that's where I get a lot. Obviously, of- yes, y'all. My TikTok's where it's at, but. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like 
yeah, I'm trying to get into the process of making the courses more of like a visual appeal. Like TikTok's fun and all, but it's like 30 seconds. It's just right, like right. too much. So yeah. I'm trying to, and I like, I like you, that you have a podcast. Like, I'm like too scared to speak for like more than like 20 minutes at a time, but I'm trying to get there so I can be on the YouTube. Then yeah. y'all can watch me there. You're a natural. Like it makes sense that you run a marketing agency now, you know, cause it's just all in front of the camera. And like, I love, what was like your favorite TikTok to make? Like what was, what was the craziest one? I honestly they're all fun like I started TikTok as a joke to be honest like I was just having <laughs> yeah, fun us, with yeah. it. how did you start TikTok yeah what was what was the first TikTok that you ever made like so I started I guess it's been like a year I started like last January oh. I was just bored I'd never been on TikTok for like the two years had been out or whatever I was like I'll finally just give it a shot right, right. and I literally just started I was like I'm gonna make an Airbnb TikTok because I was like happy I was like just finished setting it up it's like I'm gonna be a teacher like people are just if yeah. they want to watch cool but no one's gonna watch this shit <laughs> I'm gonna say that. Oh you know it's okay this is an explicit podcast we're gonna make oh, perfect. it perfect <laughs> yes, yes. but um oh my god I just lost my train of thought the, the, the first TikTok yeah you're making it yeah so I just like you know started making a few like jokes and then I think the one time I stopped caring I just like posted one it blew up went viral and then I was like, wow, people like you can actually change your life with a TikTok. It's like, I'm gonna take this seriously. And actually, like, if people want to learn, all right. I love teaching things. Like, that's what I love about nursing. Like, you teach people how to stay healthy and get better. So I feel like I'm using my nurse knowledge still in a way, but just in real estate now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. And did you have any crazy guest stories? Like, did you ever go through oh, like turn down people? <laughs> yeah. Tell us a little bit more. Um, let's see there's always some crazy guests mostly my demographics are like families with young children or like young couples so the craziest things I've had mostly are like with people's children I think children are worse to host than pets <laughs> you heard it here so, first guys. They, they cause so many problems like really? they're adorable right they're human right but, uh. yeah um so I had a family uh they had three children all under the age like eight um they Let's see, I spilled red wine all over. I just bought a nice white couch for this Airbnb. That was like the most money I spent on any of the items. And within a week, they'd spilt wine on it. Um, they colored on the walls. That was nice. Oh Handprints are still there that I cannot, I don't even know what they use for that. Wow. I don't want to know. Oh House parties, I, I let pets stay in my Airbnb. So I get lots of people trying to sneak dogs in fun ways, um, extra guests in. You name it, it's it happens. That's crazy. So the so did you get the wine out of the white couch? Like how does? How yeah, does luckily they were really nice about it since they were there long term. I kind of developed like a friendlier like rapport with them. So like I right. changed like we phone numbers at this point. Even though oh, Airbnb so suggests like you shouldn't. I was like just texting if you need. <laughs> yeah, right. For <laughs> adults. So yeah. yeah, she was nice. She texted me like when things happen. She's like, um, sorry about like my kids might have spilled some wine on my couch. Like I will Venmo you. Let's get it cleaned up. So okay. uh, she Venmo me enough money. I got like a steam clean team out there. It was fine. That's great. Was that the five month uh, guest or? These were there for three months. Wow, you're getting all these like long term because I get like basically two, two or three, and obviously my markets may be different. But wow, I'm just curious. Why would somebody rent a place for like? five months like were they in travel nurses were they corporate it's mostly families who are coming to austin looking for houses just because it's oh, ridiculous okay. like in the last year how like my rental house when i bought it, it's already gone up like 
a hundred something that like people can't afford the areas anymore. Like I can't even afford where I was looking <laughs> before. So are you looking, how's Texas? I'm just curious. I'm like, just always I, like, it's great, but now it's just turning into California because everyone's moving here to <laughs> escape all the taxes and everything. So like prices are going up, but a few years ago, I wish I would have thought about investing. Like there were properties at great prices, good land. I'm starting to look out of state now myself. Um, I'm starting to travel to like New Mexico, uh, Arkansas, like random like places near like national parks and stuff. I think that'll be Hard. my next thing to uh, invest in. That's awesome. Did you ever get any pushback from people saying, oh, Airbnbs won't work or because when I start, I had older people telling me like Palm Springs is not good. You know, there's already so many people. You shouldn't do it. Did you experience any pushback at all from people around you or were you basically in like a pretty supportive like real estate is the way to go? Oh, yeah, definitely. Real estate is the way to go, um, especially here. Like, and I think you can have a bad Airbnb in Austin, especially Palm Springs too. Anywhere in California, I, I feel know, like, like you're just gonna be rented all the time. Are all yours in Palm Springs or? No, I have, I had one in Riverside and the HOA sent me a letter, so I don't have it anymore. The HOA. I, um, I know, right? Do they, so in Texas, they ruled that um, HOAs can't dictate, right? Or am I thinking of something Ooh, else? That's true. That's I, I need to look into it. But right now it's when I'm dealing with my condo. It's the only reason oh. I would love to like rent it out when I travel, but because I'm in that condo with an HOA association, they apparently there's only so many units that can be leased out at a time for short-term or whatever rentals. Okay. And then my HOA only allows year-long rentals. So I think it varies building to okay. building. Yeah. I wish I would have thought of that, but I'm going to figure out a way to get it on airbnb somehow. yeah but that's good that they let you do it you know guys i live in orange county and like if you paint the wall a different color they're like oh my god you know you have to change they're just super insanely strict oh, so that's wild yeah texas yeah, is you know holding ground i love that um so what are your plans for the next year like what's long term for you so this year i'm definitely focusing on trying to get some more rental properties before prices get crazy um as well as finally set up like my Airbnb coaching business. Like I've been focused so much on like my marketing and other stuff that I feel like it it pays the bills. It's nice, but it's not like what I'm passionate about. Like I like teaching people and I like real estate. So I'm trying to switch gears, but yeah. So I'm focusing on that this year, going traveling more to look at properties, meet with some real estate agents all over. So I can film some good content for everyone as well. And then try to go focus more on that get out of sales and marketing love it but yeah I understand so, so tell us a little bit more about coaching because um maybe some people are not sure if they should do it like can you tell us a little bit more about like why it's important to have a coach um for real yeah estate? sure it was like growing up with my dad he was basically my coach and mentor for real estate so without knowing it, it he was the guidance I needed my whole life where I don't think I would have been able to buy a house without having someone help you out Sure you can, it's just more difficult. Um, So yeah, like I think anyone who's interested in hosting, who, whether you have a property or not, but you want to learn more about how to get into the field, you can definitely, um, whether you book a call first, you can start on YouTube. Like I suggest reading books, like the Bigger Podcast, um, Bigger Pockets podcast and books, look on YouTube. And then if you feel more comfortable with it, 
that's when you can reach out to call me. Um, I specialize mostly in just like setting up Airbnbs and running your own and property management, but I can also help obviously with co-hosting if people are interested. It's a great way to get started without owning a property or having a lot of money. Um, and then rental arbitrage, that's another option. I can help people out a bit, but I've never done it personally that I like to tell everyone. So but yeah, it's always nice to have someone who's done it before. Like I wouldn't say I'm an expert or guru or anything, but I've done enough wrong that I can teach you exactly how to do it right the first time, which is so nice. Yeah, absolutely. And can you, if you went back in time, like, what would you coach yourself? Like, what would you have done and what would you have not done? Good question. Definitely would have taken my time to actually hire a good cleaning crew the first time around, not just the cheapest option I could have found. Um, Learn that. Uh, Also that just don't be hard on yourself. Just get started. Like I waited literally two years to buy a house in do real estate because I was just worried that I couldn't do it. I wouldn't know how to keep up with a house, how to decorate things correctly, but no one judges anything harder than yourself, you know? So just, I would have just gotten started sooner with that stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like I did it pretty well. You did. Yeah. 29 and you have like rentals. That's amazing. And I forgot to ask you this, like, what is it like being a first time home buyer? Like, can you walk us through that a little bit? I'm honestly still, it's hard to process. I still think I, I rent everything. Like, it's, <laughs> I feel like I'm not an adult. I'm like 10 years old. It's like in an adult Same body. <laughs> like, but it's nice to know, like, it's, if anything, it's just like intense. Like when saying breaks, I'm like, I have to call someone. It's not, I call the manager to fix it. So I guess that's just like adulting. I'm learning slowly. I'm like buying a house is the first step in my book, but. It's fun. Yeah. How old are you when you bought yours? Um, I have my house passed down to me. So I went through probate, nice which too. is like <laughs> not, yeah, in, in the way, right? So that is like kind of more long-term rental. The other one was arbitrage. Um, but nice. I'm like, this California thing's ridiculous. I might look into Las Vegas because uh, I, I stayed uh, at an Airbnb for New Year's and this guy's like, oh, I'm paying 1700 for like a four bedroom. And for California, it's like f- freaking insane. I was like paying $3,000 just for a three bedroom, you know? So I was That's like crazy insanity. So Vegas would be great. Ooh. Right. Like, yeah. And it's just, it's great tourist destination. I'll, I'll see how it goes with the out of state thing. I might need your help on that, you know, out of state setting things up. Um, but yeah, like, did you have special financing as a nurse or were you um, like, I guess my question is, yeah. So you, you went from like deciding to get the house to getting the house with the two-year time frame, or can you tell us just a little bit more about how that uh, process? Yeah. So I've been saving up for a while. Um, I'd invested as a kid. My dad got me to like get in stocks and do some other, like, I was hard money lending when I was like 12. I didn't even know what that was. Just, like, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> So I was like, okay, okay. cool. Yeah. So I'd always saved up enough. Um, but I never knew like how to actually buy houses or anything until like maybe I guess I bought my house like a like years ago. It's so, like six months before that I'd really started just like getting serious about like what kind of financing do I need? Like, can I really afford a down payment and a mortgage? And right. but until that I really didn't know anything about home ownership. And I still don't know anything about it. I'm learning every day as I go when things break. <laughs> But you're still killing it, you know, like regardless of like, you know, everyone. And then you just fake it till you make it. That's, <laughs> that's the secret to life in any that's way. Funny. What did your dad do? Was he, was he just like a real estate investor? What was, what was he doing? 
Um, so I feel like I'm like a mini him. Uh, he does marketing as well. Um, so yeah, so I learned all that from him and then now he's like more retired. So he focuses on the real estate stuff. So I feel like I'm teaching him more real estate than he yeah. like I've surpassed him in that stage of like life now. So it's kind of interesting. <laughs> that is cool. And can you tell us more about your marketing agency? Like, uh, yeah, so, um, I specialize in like eco-friendly products and sustainable marketing campaigns. I'm very like granola girl, like eco-friendly in my normal life. So I really like to get that out there. I'm trying to get big corporations to limit plastic waste and, you know, um, send cool like um, influencer kits and gift boxes to people and seeded packaging and make it a fun, plantable experience that people like and products will keep forever without hurting our planet. That's awesome. What is your marketing agency called? Uh, ecomarketingsolutions.com if y'all are interested in checking stuff out very long and to the point name. <laughs> uh, I love it. It's it's really important. And I, I came from a very crunchy school as well. So I understand the, you know, whole, we, we do need to save the environment, do need to protect that space. So awesome. Can you tell us how we can stalk you further? What's your TikTok? And yes, go stalk away, guys. Uh, TikTok is just uh, Lauren Pillar. That's P-I-L-L-E-R, uh, I think underscore after that. I don't even know my hashtags. Isn't that crazy? Um, when I I'm on your name, like you, you pop up instantly on TikTok. There you go. Yeah, it's like there should only be one more pillar. Right. If there's yes. more, it's not me. Um, I started a TikTok for marketing. If any of y'all do that as well, sustainable marketing, easy to find. Um, if you have questions though for me, I'm easiest to reach on Instagram or by email. Uh, both of those, you should be able to reach on my TikTok, but Instagram is Airbnb with Lauren. And my website will be launching hopefully in like the next few weeks. It's airbnbwithlauren.com as well. So you can go there to learn more, book stuff, look at um, resources, all that good stuff. Awesome. And then what one last piece of advice would you leave for people wanting to start their Airbnbs? Literally just get started, whether that's reading anything about it. If you think you want to do it, just ask someone to help you out. Go in Facebook groups. There's plenty of resources. You can ask hosts to be a co-host or just if you can walk with them through setting up stuff for the day. I think just people get scared because they don't know what it entails, but you won't know until you do it yourself. So, right. Right. I love it. I love your spirit. Love your can do attitude. Thank you so much for spending time with us, showing us that we can do it. Um, and you're available for coaching. So thank you so yeah. much for being on the show. Amazing. Thanks for having me, Lynn. I appreciate it. You're welcome.